Well, I'm so excited to be able to have a conversation today with Liz Tavish. Now, she is a big part of The Chosen, and we're going to dive into not just the show, because I always like to ask a few questions just about uh, who I'm speaking with, because <laughs> we know her from The Chosen, but there's so much more to Liz. So, Liz, welcome to Good Company. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's an honor. I went through your um, your bio and I'm just uh, hearing about you working with like women and women archetypes. And now here you're playing Mary Magdalene in The Chosen, which for me is really fascinating. Being a little girl going through the Bible, you're always looking for yourself. And then you're yes. like, wait, why are all the stories of the women so sure? And then it kind of feels like they're all related to like, oh, she's probably a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not wrong, right? Yeah, I think there are only two archetypes. That yes. Are. Yeah. yeah, it's like you're the prostitute, or you're like the Virgin Mary. The Virgin, yeah. Which yeah. is like this bar that is impossible for yeah any woman to put or to reach. So yeah, let's just talk about you. Even like before you said yes to the chosen. Sure. Um, what was life like going into? this new chapter of your life? Yeah, it was, it was a lot of things going on. I was, I was for work. I was mostly doing commercials in Austin, Texas, um, which is a right to work state. So the union, there weren't a lot of union jobs. And even though I was working a lot, I wasn't able to really make that much to keep my head above water. So it was always a struggle. Um, Grateful for SAG grateful to be part of the union now. Um, (laughs) So much so. And um, and then also, I think because I wasn't very creatively fulfilled with commercial work, where you yeah. just kind of show up, they put an outfit on you and you smile. <laughs> um, I was I was directing um, and I was writing some short stories and directing them and editing them and had a lot of fun with them. They were um, fun challenges. And my, my undergrad was in film studies. Um, and so I was always curious about filmmaking. I had watched so many experimental things and different genres, different decades. And so I, I, it was a really fun thing to like put creative energies into, um, and had fun at film festivals. I think a, a few of them did, did pretty well at film festivals. Um, and yeah, it was, I was just, I was curious about, I mean, so much of the things that I would audition for that weren't commercials, I felt like they weren't fully fleshed out female characters. Um, And I never really felt like, I always felt like I had to really perform to to try to be them. It was always like some either girlfriend role or like, I don't know. They they just felt a little one dimensional um, and a little dependent on the image of the actor instead of what's, you know, in their mind or heart. And yeah. so, um, so I was frustrated with that. And so I, I, I started directing to, to work through that. And um, yeah, it was really fun. It was, it was, uh, but it was also a lot of work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it took up a lot of time that, you know, I'm not getting paid. I can barely pay anyone, anything, you know, actors crew. And um, it was, it was a wonderful experience, but it was, it, I think, added to a sense of struggle that I was just exhausted all of the time and felt like I was uh, running uphill just constantly. And um, I couldn't make rent. I couldn't like I, I, was, I was just having a, a, you know, difficult time surviving. Yeah. And um, 
and I was also struggling with with depression and uh, anxiety and uh, sense of sort of uh, meaninglessness uh, in yeah. in life and was really struggling to like find meaning and I just I kept running into the same block I think over and over where it was like this is fine that was a nice band-aid but something's not fixed it's not fixed it's not fixed yeah um when I uh couldn't make rent one month and um I was you know hanging out with my mom she's like just move move in figure out what you want to do maybe like you know just regroup (laughs) your thoughts and yeah um and so i I decided I need to quit acting um, and do something else. I didn't know if I would maybe go back to school or teach or something, but like I, I, I was, you know, in my thirties and I can't make rent. And it's like, at some point you kind of got to grow, (laughs) grow up. And, um, and I didn't want to be dependent on my family, you know? And so exactly. I, I told my agent, just, just stop submitting me. I need to, I need to pivot. I need to do something else. And, he ignored that request, thank God, Good. <laughs> and Good. submitted me for this <laughs> amazing role of Mary Magdalene and the Chosen, which at that time was a crowdfunded web series, which was something that you saw all the time in Texas. They never go anywhere. They're mm-hmm. fun, wonderful practice and experience, but like they, the idea of it turning into what it is now would have been a literal miracle, and <laughs> it is, and um but when I read this script, when I read for the character, I, I connected with her so deeply and, and was, I think, really amused that even some of the, the darker feelings I had, the sadder, more despairing moments that I was going through were what she was going through in episode one. And that, like, I don't think I'd be able to play that had I not been going through that. So there was this immediate sense of uh, God's using... <laughs> every little bit every every bit of pain that we have like there's there might actually be a purpose for it and um it's just been such a a wonderful um lesson i think in in trusting the process and trusting god that that there is there's a plan we may not know what it is while we're in it but um but yeah it was it's been kind of night and day ever I'm since kidding. the show you know yeah you know. i can only imagine yeah. i'm curious though how playing mary magdalene has um maybe shaped and changed your perspective of your faith but also you know like you're on set with jesus how is that <laughs> well jonathan but yes yeah. Quote, unquote, he's, he's the playing quote, jesus yeah. right and like for so, those listening on radio yeah i know i'm using your quotes here <laughs> i don't need angry emails right, um, yeah. How has that changed your faith when you get to like live it out and it's like right before your very eyes? I think that Mary has been the mentor I needed. <laughs> um, every season she kind of goes through this these lessons and, and this growth that I myself have also needed to go through. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like she she sort of, you know, through her, I get to grow. And through her um, witnessing of Jesus's miracles and his love and his compassion, like she she is understanding these things too, and so I do too. So like, yeah, yeah. there's there's a couple 
um, layers going on at the same time where, you know, it's, uh, we of course can't help but affect the characters because we are embodying them. Yeah. But in so many ways, the characters are affecting us too and informing yeah. us of, um, you know, or inspiring at least of like, this is the type of person I want to be. This is a type of person who cares for others and is sensitive mm-hmm. to others and, um, and is uh, learning and growing herself. And so it's, it's just been, she's been a wonderful really role model, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. Well, that's so beautiful. I know we're heading into the Christmas season and there is Christmas with the chosen Holy Spirit yeah. or Holy Night, sorry. Holy Night. Um, mm-hmm. Can you explain to me a little bit about how this relates to, like, there's the messenger and there's just some very unique yeah. elements to Holy Night. What would you say makes this one the special one? Oh, it's, it's like picking this... your favorite kid, but. <laughs> no, it's actually, this is, it's so easy to say because it is a combination of all of the good things. Yeah. So it's a combination. They've edited together the shepherd, which was essentially yeah. the pilot for the chosen, started everything. And it is just such a beautiful uh, perspective of the birth of Christ. And then they've, uh, edited that together with the messengers, mm-hmm. um, which is more from the perspective of an older mother Mary and her flashbacks and memories of, of giving birth. And, um, the edit itself is just seamless. <laughs> you wouldn't know that they were separate projects, put together they re- it really feels like it was meant to be this way forever you know it, it the storytelling is is just it, each each portion the shepherd and the messengers they just keep informing each other and growing you know the the meaning for each other it's it's really incredible um so this you get to to watch both of those but edited together um and then uh, of course we get to see that in theaters which is such a wonderful experience to like be able to watch that with your loved ones um or even if you go alone just to be surrounded by other people and and witness this thing together it's really Mm -hmm. special and that literally becomes larger than life before your very eyes yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) oh amazing well liz all the best this christmas season thank you so much you too i pray the response for this is one of positivity but also lives being changed and so thank you so much for not quitting for saying yes to the role of mary may oh i didn't have a choice (laughs) (laughs) i had rent to pay (laughs) oh no that's not what i mean (laughs) oh okay okay (laughs) i didn't have a choice it was it had to happen (laughs) yeah yeah well i'm so glad that you did and it's just touched so many people's lives so thank you for your faithfulness to the character and for the role that you play, not just in the thank film, you, but sweet. also um, in how it's changing lives. So thank you. You're so sweet. Thank you. Nice chatting with you.